Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane, everybody. Kyle Parks here with Nick Carlson. Wow, there we go. I know. The head shake felt <clears throat> weird. The only, It was only one side that like moved. The other one was completely planted. It just didn't feel right. <laughs> I think he just hurt himself sitting down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Good morning. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon to whoever's listening and when. That is true. A lot of people might be listening in the evening now. How many? When do people listen to this? It's so... I don't think we have enough stats just yet, but it seems like mainly in the afternoon. I still want to post in the morning, though. That way, if like whoever's getting up, like Ben listens immediately in the morning. Good. He's like, when it comes up, they listen to it. And <laughs> Zoe was giving me crap this week, and she was like, I hear your voice every day. I'm like, I don't know whether that's a compliment or what, but she's like, yeah, you're, we're always listening to the podcast on the way home from work. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I, I really appreciate that. I've gotten a couple compliments here recently. I want to say, I mean, just like really close, the Julia and the old man, they were like, you and Kyle are perfect together. I was like, I know. That's why I chose Kyle because I think he'd be the perfect person to do this. I enjoy, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's like I told um, who was listening. I think it was Zoe that we were talking about this with. Um, and she was like, yeah, you know, the first ones you like, you were just kind of like very timid and it's, it's not that I was scared or nervous. It was the, I just was trying to, where's my place in this podcast? Where am I throwing the punches? Right. You know, it, it's not that I, I have to throw in the big value. It's, I just want to, you know, mm-hmm. duke it out a little bit. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you're taking over with all your credentials. I'm asking the questions. I'm giving a little bit of feedback with my experiences of where I fucked up, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's where people can relate is like. I've grown a business to six figures. Then I went, <laughs> I made a mistake and hired somebody, got new shiny stuff, this and that. And, you know, that really shot me in the foot. And I'm still reaping the repercussions of that. But mm-hmm. it's, I've learned how to get over it. And next year, like this coming year, I've already made plans of, okay, I'm building out my contracts this way. This is how I'm going to schedule everything. I've already gone over with Chloe with how the schedule is going to be is in March. I'm going to take some time. I have some cleanups to do, and then we're going to get some mulch down. You know, how am I going to get the mulch there? Am I going to have it dumped? And, you know, am I going to be like, hey, Nick, can I borrow the mulch, mate? You know, I, I don't know whether it's going to be that, but I'm, I'm working those things out now so that when it comes time of next year, I'm ready, prepared, and I can hit the ground running. Sure. Versus, you know, sitting back. Now, granted, you know, all the holidays are coming up, but I'm still going to take the time through the holidays of just making myself that 1% better. Mm-hmm. So, I've, I've had thoughts of restarting up another small landscape company just to, because I've got so much knowledge now on it, like even more than I had when I was running it. And there's I, a lot more data that you have. I have a lot of all the data. Like anybody that wants to argue with me about landscaping, but be careful because I deal with everybody. Yeah. You know, I deal with... You know the biggest of the big, the smallest guys. I've I've, you know, done events with Brian. It's your bright view to your mom and pops. Yeah, and everybody in between. I mean, I'm, we're talking about billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of of companies that I've dealt with. So yeah, it, it, it's. I'm not saying I'm some genius. I'm just saying, hey, I've got a lot of data. Don't worry, guys. From my view, we're getting you that stag. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, the stag is coming. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I'd, I'd absolutely considered starting up another small landscape company and not try to grow it to be huge. Just like, if it could pull, I don't know, a quarter million dollars in profit every year and, and, you know, make, I don't know, I could probably do that with 600 grand a year, probably something like that. I don't know. Automate it. Yeah, just automate it. it. You know, start it with a friend. I don't know. Go, like, I've yeah, it could be you. Uh, I, there's a guy I know now um, named Ed Brady, and he's got, you know, tons of commercial properties. And the person that does all landscaping now, I know personally, um, he has a eight-figure landscape company, CNC. He does all their stuff. Um, but he's so far away out in Frederick, it's like, man, it'd be nice to take all the stuff from Ed and say, hey, man, I talked to him about it. He would said he'd talk to me about it. But to, like, say, hey, let me take over the you know, commercial so- stuff and that start the company with just his stuff and only go after the, the good, high-paying, profitable jobs. I got the mulch mate truck. I've got... 450 i got the 350 i've got dump trailers i've got all the mowers i've got everything i need (coughs) excuse me and i don't even use it uh it just sits and we just do demos and testing and your property and that's it yeah that's all we do so i don't know it's something i toyed around with but i've got so many other things irons in the fire i I need to just stay focused well i'll get mine going and then once you uh we get a facility facility i'll take care of it and all that fun stuff it'd be good i can't wait to get our own place there was a place we found over in um 
Curtis Bay that I was really I was excited about that one. I was too, and then the economy started getting soft, and then I had to make a decision on do I sign a lease now or do I buy that property? The problem with that property was the guy that owned it did not need to sell it. Yeah, he had no interest on coming off the price. It was four and a half million for the property, and I was just like, you know what? With the economy getting soft and, a, and an economic storm brewing, you know, this was. Gosh, what was that? Six, eight months ago now, at least. Uh, yeah, roughly. Yeah, early spring. It, it was, was like what March, April, something like that. Yeah, and, and at that point, I just wasn't at the point where it's like, okay, do we, what was the square footage of that property? Thirty thousand, forty thousand. It was big. Yeah, it was big, big. Um, it was nice too because it like it had a designated bay that was completely separate from the shop that you could have brought in a truck for installs. We could have had like an install bay area where we're not stacking product and inventory and things like that. Yeah, we could. I think had. It, I think the one area it was granted the offices were AC, but was was the shop AC too? No, there was heat. There's no AC in the shop. Yeah, I would not. I I couldn't afford AC in the yeah. shop. I mean, it was, those ceilings were so damn tall. They were. And it was wide open, like barely any posts anywhere. And we could have brought trailers for days there for storage. And to the put this into context with everybody listening, listen to this: there was a door with a with a drive up. You could have drove a semi truck through it, right? Yeah. Or you got you people across the pond a lorry and done a full blown circle. In you could have done shop. a figure eight yeah. in that shop and then drove back out of it. That's how big this shop was at this facility. So that's kind of the next step we're looking to do, but. We actually ended up deciding here at Dawson Manufacturing to stay put, weather this storm, not, you know, th- okay, this is great lead into what we're talking about. This exactly. podcast is all about do more with less. You beat me to it. Right? And so I did. I got yeah. him. Got him. Um, it's funny because I'm like looking outside. I'm like, how do we transition this? And as you're doing that, I'm watching the all the wind blow everything around outside. And I'm like, I, I got mm-hmm. him. I got him. So this whole, this whole podcast is all about doing more with less. And we decided with that property that we weren't going to move forward with it. We were going to re-sign the lease here, and then we were going to invest in more shelving and more optimization and organization, um, promote some people, put those dollars towards you know us and not to this outside thing yet, and we'll get there. Like I have a good friend of mine that actually just reduced his his uh, his company from a 40,000-square-foot facility down to, I think, a 12,000-foot facility. Yeah. And I believe – he didn't exactly tell me, but I'm a businessman. Like, I can read between these lines. He had a lot of extra fat, right? Not himself, but the company. And he really just didn't need it. He had just this ton of room that he it's wasn't It's very using. easy to do, too. Well, it's shiny syndrome. Yeah. Right? And, you know, you want this big facility, and you want to go balls to the wall, and we're going to make this this thing huge, and blah, blah, blah. And, and that's all great intentions, and sometimes it's necessary. But a lot of people pull that trigger too soon. I am fully guilty of pulling triggers too soon sometimes in my life. Um, when I bought my Shelby Super Snake, it was literally every dollar. Yeah. I drained every account I had down to, like, maybe 3000 bucks. And that was, I was 24 when I did that. Yeah. Freaking stupid. Like, if you can't buy that kind of stuff cash, which I did, then, I'm sorry, what is it? You want to be able to buy it five times over in cash before you go buying something that's a, a total want. Yeah. A Shelby is a complete want. Mulchmate, on the other hand, like, I've heard people say this. Oh, it's it's a luxury item. You people that say this. Brave, you said that to me. They're like, it's a luxury item. You are completely misled but is it though is it though so you're willing to go out there and hire and do h2b and do all this stuff when this one very stupid monotonous irritating high liability task can be automated with a simple stroke of a pen and i can have it delivered to your door in days and right now it's well by the time you guys hear this it's it's no longer cyber week but we're offering incredible incredible discounts for end of year savings you know, we'll help. have a Christmas one coming up. Same thing with next yeah. year and the yeah. whole nine. So we've just got, things to keep a lookout is, you know, yeah, see what we're offering. Yeah, we'll we'll offer a couple things here and there. We're not always doing it, so don't wait till some sale because this Black Friday sale we just did. It's a once. It was in a, a big one. Yeah, it's a once in a lifetime thing. We're not doing that again. Yeah, um, we've already talked about that. It was it was more or less. We had extra inventory and the storm in the, in the economy. We wanted to help some people out, so it was just a win-win-win. Yeah. And we limited it to only the first 10 people that bought, and those went through in the first couple of days. Yeah. So, Which sorry. thank God, because <laughs> yeah, so, that shop was getting a little packed. Yeah, it was full. It was full. So, we um, getting back to doing less with more. So, we, we again, Kyle just said it, the, the, the shop is packed. We did things like we custom built, ha- had a company custom build us a, uh, a one-off powder coating setup. 
Yeah. So it's nine foot tall, five foot wide, five foot deep, um, batch batch style powder coating. And we did it that way because where it's located in the shop, there was no other place we could really put it and make it all work. Right. And we're, I mean, when I mean it's literally butting up against the door to get to the conference room, yeah. there is it within two inches of the door frame. Yeah. So it is literally fit in there like a glove. It is. And I designed it that way. Like I designed everything to interlock, interwork. We even, the access panel to the backside of the spray booth, we actually cut a hole in the wall in the room behind it. Yeah. To access the, there's like some valving and stuff back there. But instead of leaving it off the wall several feet so somebody can access that spot, we cut a hole in the wall, framed it out, and then put a, a sealed cover plate over it. So that yeah. way we never need to get to it, which that day will come someday. We literally just take this panel off the wall, and then we can access to it. Yeah, you shove me in that little hole because, you know, Hey, do what you got to do. That's, hey, that's, I, you got your value somewhere. I, I could never yeah. do it. But <clears throat> that's my point, guys. The whole this doing less with more, it is – it is something that I've I've taken a long time to figure out and learn. So here at Dawson, you know, manufacturing, we 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 buy products from certain vendors. We use certain vendors. Uh, I'm not going to give away that trade secret. That is something that I've earned and gained and, and and grown and cultivated. And it is it is a major secret. The only place I'd let that secret out on is the Carlson Coaching Program. Yeah. If you guys want to know what I'm talking about, the secret, you have to buy some time. Uh, at multimateusa.com and there's also gonna be a link here below um, you can buy uh, an hour-long session with me and I can I'll teach you some trade secrets that that we won't release here on the on the podcast yeah. it's 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 incredible um, some of the stuff that you can do and all you have to do is get super creative you know utilizing things you already have around the building um, you know when we're doing stuff here we literally try never to go to the hardware store if we can if we can use a bolt that we currently have for you know, uh, jigging when you're, when you're welding. Yeah. We'll use the bolt that we already have. We won't go buy anything special or when we're designing a product. We try to, to build out the product. Excuse me. I'm yawning again. <laughs> just tired. Um, just working hard. Um, ate too much for Thanksgiving. No, I didn't. I was a good boy. I was very, very proud of myself. I had a couple pieces of ham, a couple pieces of turkey and I was out. Um, but, uh, the, the, um, we'll be designing a product. And we will specifically use a bolt that may not be exactly what we wanted, but because it is already in our system, it's already out of space on the shelf, and it will do the job, and it, at the end of the day, the consumer will look at it and go, oh, that, that makes sense. It may be like an oversized bolt or something. Yeah. We do it to, to make it easier for the guys that pack the hardware. We do it easier for the guys that are putting things on the shelf. We do it for the customer because they'll, go out, they'll look at it and they'll go, oh, that bolt's plenty big enough. We always oversize the bolt. We never undersize Well, we the also bolt. do it so that when we're building... So, like, if you look at the mulch mates, all the heads are the same. Mm-hmm. So, it's the same size. You don't have to use different wrenches or anything like that between one part to another. They're all the same size. The only thing that different... or The only difference is the length, for the most part. Mm-hmm. There's, I think, maybe four different head types, per se, for the bolts on the mulch mate. In mulch mate, so the majority of the bolts are half inch. Yeah. Me- meaning, you use a half inch socket. They're... When it's a half inch socket, it's a five sixteenths bolt. I'm trying to think. There's there's really none left. There's there's a couple heck they're not heck. Um like Allen keys. There's like one or two. Those are for the um set screws. Yeah. That I can't change. That's something I just physically can't get around. There's a couple torx bits, right? Uh there's a couple we do that because like the control panel, we do that because we don't want people tam- tampering with them easily. We want it to be intentional. Yeah. Um the chain covers are all half inch. The all the bolts that hold like the, the hinge mount are all half inch, meaning half inch socket. Um, yeah, there's there might be like four different sizes. Yeah, total. And then like, same thing with the uh, Snowmate. Yep, Snowmate's all all uh, nine sixteenths. It's all three eighths bolts. Yep, it's all the same except for there's one five eighths. That's the pivot where. It takes the most amount of abuse. Yeah, so it's got to be a little bit beefier. So this is kind of a good good point to all this. So guys that are listening, if you guys are looking at buying a mulch mate, uh, have been considering it, you have two routes. You can buy used. They they typically sell them on like Facebook Marketplace. That happens. But Matt, Ben was literally just looking at one. He yeah. sent me it last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's totally an option. Um, the, the thing that I want to remind everybody of is like anything else, when you buy a new car versus a 2017 model, there's a big difference. Yeah. There's a big difference in um, 
technology. There's a big difference in creature comforts, difference in weight efficiencies. Um, you know, the big thing when it comes to with the new mulch mates versus the old mulch mates is we've spent a lot of time upgrading to the super capacitor kits, the chargers, um, the wire routing is better. The The design of the metal is a little bit better, meaning it'll allow material to flow out of it. Like if it gets stuck somewhere where it doesn't belong, and we learn this through older models, the new Gen 8s, are, we're on Gen 9s actually, are coming here very soon. Um, they we've, we've learned from all the data from all the years, and these new machines are just straight up better. Now, yeah. you have to decide. Do you want the latest and greatest and, and pay for that or do you want to buy an older mulch mate that's still great it's still going to move the needle tremendously for you it's just not going to have all the doodads so is is it the money for you right or is it the efficiency what are you looking for? Well, i think for? the efficiency still comes with the mulch mate with the older generations mm-hmm. it's just the new doodads that come with it like our super capacitor well it's that but it's like being able to clean out the new mulch mates is easier like it, there's more places for material to get out of and get away from where you don't want it to stack up um you know the the motor technology is a little bit better the the drive line the drivetrain inside of our tarp tube is our is our secret sauce um i just redeveloped that about a year and a half ago yeah and re re-engineered it and this this new so the old version of the spline system or drive line system was spline where the new one is just a a smooth like shaft and the difference is one runs very quiet one runs not as quiet it's got a little bit of vibration to it that's the old style the new style it it's built in a way where nothing is relying on hardware to hold it together it is mechanically itself held together kind of like with friction and yeah, it, yeah. it's basically it's basically like bookend right so there's okay. a bookend on either end and it, and it shoves it all together once you put the motor and planetary on it and it can't come undone nothing can loosen up and, and fail where the old system we had seen where set screws you know typically we would put set screws in place and then, and then if we screwed something up had to take it apart we literally had to destroy it to get it apart and and that was a that was very confusing to us because we had had a point where some set screws had come loose through the harmonics of the machine and we were trying to figure out how and it, and it what it is is just over time this vibration harmonic that was in the system um, it was smooth, but it, it's not as good as what it is today. Was it that would, uh, was it that it was welding per se, like vibrational welding the set screws in, or no? What it was was the the um, the spline basically has these 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 mountain tops, if you will, and as it starts to wind up and, and whip and and basically, um, so when it spins, <clears throat> with the joint that it would go into wasn't smooth. It had these um the the these teeth if you will the spline that goes together and it, when you put it together it was incredibly tight and whenever it would move that even though it was tight it would just like wear down wear down wear down yeah and, and it would bang 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 and over time it would just kind of loosen a little mm. right where the new one it's a slip joint so it it goes together and it has this this very smooth very precise fit that you you have to beat it together almost it's not press fit but it's like zero tolerance and then inside of that there's a there's a piece of material in there that is is harder stronger and the shape of it i'm not gonna give away all my secrets but the shape of it um leads to never wearing yeah it's this one particular shape that won't wear um because instead of it having to wind up it's like instant instant there's no slop it can't move but it also it's self-balanced itself because it has that that zero tolerance and not an interference tolerance it still allows that system to self-balance as it winds up and that's why they run so smoothly so for all you guys that are looking at multimate and you're considering used versus new there's your difference yeah there there's a bunch of new technology that we've put in these new multimates that is just it's worth more than what we up the price and some of it's little things that you just don't know but it's just where we've tried to make that one percent better yeah one percent better or like a like a film that we put on there these new multimates they're going to have uh access to the chains so instead of taking the chain cover plate off you pull this little plug out and you can spray lube in there you can spray water in there you can degrease it you can do it all from outside the machine and never even have to open the mulch mate yeah that which is to me is is freaking awesome yeah that'll be nice yeah it's gonna be really really nice so um with all that said you know it, it it's 
the whole point of mulch me so we're going to start this video series i haven't started filming it yet because i've been working through a lot of stuff but we have this thing called why i designed it the way i did yeah and the way the the reason I designed Multimate the way I did, and I'm going to tell you guys exactly the competition we're up against here, because it's not it's not uncommon knowledge. The Mulch Mule, the Mulch Mule is a direct competitor. It is yeah. the only direct competitor to Multimate. It has augers, it has a moving floor, it has a conveyor belt, and that system. I had tried it before, and the problem with it is a it has a a, a funneled um, container where you put all the material. Whenever you funnel, whenever you funnel mulch, it just doesn't like to, to move. Number two, it has no ability to time itself to to not jam. So we have something called an SEPD device in our units, the stupid employee protection device. Ha ha ha! <laughs> it's actually called that. Um, but basically, when you press a joystick down on the mulch mate, it pulsates the tarping system, bringing the material to the mulch mate, allowing the machine to to discharge any material that's built up in it, so it can never jam. That's why it's so special. Yeah, so you can just sit there and slam down on it, and it's it's self-regulating. Self-regulating. There's no product on the market, period, that can do that. That is why our system is absolutely, by far, better is that device. Case in point, done, period, end of story. The, uh, there's actually some other trade secrets that I'm not going to tell you guys, um, but it's all designed in Mulchmate. But this whole podcast is about less is more, right? And so what I want to try to determine and tell you here is Mulchmate is Mulchmate. Whether you see it on the back of a truck or on our DMT trailer or on a switch and go container or a hook lift container, they're all the same. Every machine is exactly the same. Less is more. You don't want to have a company full of all these different model numbers and all this different product to store and inventory and design and keep track of. At the end of the day, for you guys that are buying our stuff, if you are dealing with a company that has all these different models, I'm, I'm just going to tell you who it is. So Smartgate. Smartgate is a company out of PA. It's it's run by a Mennonite guy, and he's actually you know he's building a product that is the most rudimentary baseline version of what we kind of do. But there's no augers, there's no regulating, there's no um, timing system. It, it it is a the bed has to lift up, which means your pivot point has to be at a certain point, and then when it all comes down, it all comes you know, avalanching down yeah. and basically has to dig itself out. Now, congratulations to him for, you know, building something that, you know, could kind of work. Yeah, but, there was a problem in the market and you were finding a way to fix it. And he actually, he actually started on his before I did. I didn't know anything about him. Somebody actually showed it to me after we came out with Mulchman. I was like, oh, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't know that even existed. Yeah. Um, so if you go, go, I invite you to go look at his Instagram and I want you to look at one simple thing. His name's Jonathan. Nice guy. Um, but look at every video he's got. Every video you see, the trucks aren't full. They maybe have a foot or two of material in. Yeah. Like you'll see it's very, very low. And the reason he does that is because it'll overload the belts. And I had a customer demo his unit, and I told this guy, his name's Chuck. I said, Chuck, do me a favor. Please just run it like you run my mulch mate. He's like, he just wanted to see what else is out there. Is there something else better? And you know what? Good for him. He yeah. needs he needs to make sure that he's making the right decision. He ended up buying mulch mates, just so you know. Fast hmm. forward. Uh, he bought two more. Um but he he didn't do what I said. He did fill it like he fills mine, but I told him to drive it around and let it compact and then run it. And he said when he filled it all the way up and tried to run it, it wouldn't it wouldn't dig itself out. And I said, yeah, that's because the type of motors are running and the type of hydraulics are running. And by the way, it's all hydraulically driven, electrically driven, so you have to run the truck. And then there's hydraulics, and it's, it's not just electric. Yeah. Ours is just electric. There's two motors, and that's it. Yeah. Um, two motors, two batteries. That's it. Let it eat. Let it eat. And, and it's like a Tesla. It's got infinite amount of power. Where hydraulic, it doesn't. Where electric is just pure power right out of the gate. No winding up. No. I'll give you a great instance. I have a hydraulic pump on my lift at, at my shop where it lifts up uh, my Shelby up in the air. Yeah. If, if I don't have the lift sitting on the locks and I press the button, it'll blow the fuse. Yeah. Because it's sitting there going... It's getting the pump going. It's getting the hydraulic fluid moving. And so I had to set the car down, the whole lift down on the locks, take all the pressure off the system, and then fire it off. This is why his system will never compete with ours. That's why I don't even consider it a competitor because his, you have to lift the bed up. You have no augers. You have no timing system. It makes a mess. You have a separate set of hydraulics. You have a whole, whole thing of hydraulics and this big controller and... He has a remote, so if you lose the remote, now you're stuck to this remote, this this controller that's in the truck, and it's. I'm sorry, for big production, for big big usage, it's just not the right call. Now, for somebody, it's probably right, 
and that's fine. It may fit somebody's to needs. To each his own. To each his own. But don't compare apples and oranges because it's like comparing a bicycle to a vehicle. It's yeah. not It's not even the same. That's why I say mulch mule, 100% is the same. But here's where less is more. So when I developed mulch mate, I, I had, the idea had hit me, and I started doing research, and I, and I had found the mule, and I went and rented one and used it. And I'm like, okay, here's the problem. First off, it's a trailer. I don't like trailers. Even though we sell them now, it's because people are saying... Yeah, the market's not the same here in Maryland as it is in PA, Virginia, right. Ohio. Right. And that's why I use I use just trucks here. Yeah. We're like sardines here. There's there's not enough land. No, we're caked in. Yeah, we're, we're piled. Like, you go out to like uh, uh, Novi, Michigan, where Brian Fullerton's at, you know, with Brian's Law Maintenance. His intersections are enormous. Yeah, they are. They're, I'm like, I'm through this intersection and the light's red and I just took off. Yeah, versus like, I get up to Ben's area and I'm like, dude, do I have area to turn around? Like, yeah. it's not that it, it's not that the 350 and the trailer need a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just that having that extra footage to swing around in helps. It's, yeah. And inclines and all that. Like we, it's not that Maryland's very mountainous. It is as you get further west. Yeah. But in our area, it is fairly hilly. It is. Well, we're going down to the water. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so, that's the water's got to get there. So that's how it does it. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of ups and downs. So figure you've got a lot of grade changes. It's just easier to take a mulch on the back of a class four or five right and right so, in the driveway or something right and that's where less less is more comes in so first off we don't have any gasoline we have no oil we have no water yeah less we have two electric motors there is um i think the two of them if you if you blew both of them up had to replace both of them i want to th- i think it'd be like 650 bucks for both the engine on the mule would probably cost you 1300 yeah right um there's no belts in ours like no um there's no like with with a hydraulic system, unless it's like a direct drive, then you have like belts or you have all that nonsense. Um, with our system, we there's no it's not perpetual energy, but there's no constant uh, momentum energy, right? When you fire an engine up, it's sitting there, it's running, it's running, it's running. So a, it's creating fumes, it's creating noise, and it's wearing itself out while you're not even using it. Yeah. With our system, you press the joystick down, and it will come on with all the power it needs right out of the gate. Boom, it, it's on, and it shuts off within three seconds. It's over, and nothing else moves. So that means the machine's going to last forever. Like, literally, it could last forever if you take care of it. Where with, you know, hydraulics or, you know, with a hydraulic, you got to remember, there's, there's motors and there's pumps. And so you have, you have electric over hydraulic pump system, and then you have the, the motors, and in those motors, you have all this valving, and basically, it's a cylinder, and there's seals and all this stuff going on in there. With ours... There's none of that, right? Again, it's like a Tesla, and that's why Teslas are, are incredible cars. Now, I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy one at least today. I don't feel like I want one, but the Lyle reason- has one. And I was in it this weekend. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. not something I would because I want the experience of driving a normal vehicle. Sure, sure. but yeah, I don't know. It's but when it comes to work, when it comes to business, who the fuck cares about the experience? It's yeah. about getting the job done. Exactly. And not having any extra maintenance and headache and worry and adjusting. So, again, go back to the mule. Again, the, the product was developed like 30 years ago by a guy named Todd Pugh. Super smart dude. Love him to death. Very nice guy. But the mule, it's seen its day. His day is coming and it's gone. And the technology has changed. And that's where we came in. We came in with new technology and new view. Our machine's only 31 inches deep. It's as wide as your truck. And it mounts to anything. And you still can use it as a dump truck. Correct. Or dump trailer. Which everyone forgets. Like, oh, I don't want to make it just a just a mulching truck. Dude, it has a hinge. It yeah, literally it's not a dedicated vehicle anymore. And still. It, that's, that is a testament to our engineering and our forward thinking because everybody complains about that and they don't realize that it's a standard feature in Mulchmate that we have a hinge and it'll swing out of the way that that bends people's minds like they don't they're like it does what and like, yeah, dude it, it, it completely gets out of the way it's a really thick door right and that's where like people are like oh you know smart gate you can dump dude you can but now you have this big gate thing out back behind your truck that you could potentially hurt where with a mulch mate, it swings totally out of the way, latches the side of the truck, and you just dump the truck. There's nothing there. It can't hit anything. Yeah. It's all on the side. Just don't have the ladder hooked up by accident to the <laughs> toolbox. We, so on our demo truck with Kyle's talking about is I installed this ladder years ago to climb into the truck because I didn't um, – I didn't have the truck didn't come with one. And I didn't, I didn't realize that it had these, like, hooks, and it hooked the little, like um, – 
uh, aluminum toolbox on the side, and he'd lift it up and he, he mangled it. Whatever. We fixed it. We put it back on. It's good to go. But that's what he's referencing to. It has nothing to do with Multimate. No, that was just a total user error on my part. It's my, no, it's not your fault. It's my <laughs> fault. I should I should have checked those sort of things. And I was I installed that in 2017, and I am far smarter now than I was then. I've learned a lot, and that's one of those things. Either way, so back to less is more. So when it came to like the mule, the mule, it literally has stickers all over it saying you know weekly maintenance, weekly maintenance, weekly maintenance, and that was something that I was just. I was adamant when we were designing MulchMate is it had to be a one-man operation. It had to have as, as little to no maintenance as absolutely humanly possible. Um, it had to be quiet, operational, which everyone just passes over for some reason. I don't understand. Um, I, I, I do understand. It, it's when something's not bothering you, you don't pay attention to it. Yeah. So it's sitting there doing its job and it's completely silent. Anyway, um, the unit is not welded together where the mule is welded together again this technology came from airplanes i don't know how they missed it or i guess their design team just was just welders by trade i guess i I don't know yeah um but our you know i knew through aviation because i'm not an aviation nut but i definitely do pay attention to it I, i enjoy aviation um hopefully in my older years i'd love to learn how to fly and build experimental airplanes and things i'd love to do that one day um that i want to do um I want to do uh, uh, um, gold prospecting. Mm. I'd love to do that when I get older. I'd love to go to the Yukon. And- so we're going to have a Dawson car. We're going to have Dawson um, airplanes. Uh-huh. And we're going to have Dawson um, prospecting. Gold. Yes. I would love to. I, I would love. Like if somebody offered me a few hundred million dollars for this company, the mo- I would take that money. I'd probably go start my own automotive company. Yeah. I'd probably try to be the next Koenigsegg is what I would go after. Um, but either way, um, you know w- – Going back to the less is more. Um, Can I touch on the one-man operation? Sure. So I have used the uh, Mulchmate demo truck for personal projects just to get material down. And I can say first-handed by myself, because I haven't had people on these jobs with me, even though it, it definitely would have helped and I could have gotten done even faster. But just by myself, I've done topsoil and I have done... Um, CR6? Uh, CR6. So those two projects alone, and I had mulch. three. Say again? And mulch. I've done mulch, but I did that with Lyle. Right. Okay. So the topsoil itself was three tons. I unloaded that in an hour and a half while talking to the homeowner and leveling everything. And running it around. And running it around. Mm-hmm. That was 90 feet from the truck to where I was going. Tell the story about when, when you were like halfway through and you <laughs> you called me. Yeah, right. let me let me grab oh, a drink. He's he's gonna grab a drink really quick. So he was on this job site, and I'm driving down the road, and Kyle calls me. And I I'm wasn't like, I wasn't at the job for at least a half hour, and I was putting down CR6, and I'm like, it, there's no way I would have done this by myself out of the back of my truck. It wouldn't have happened this fast. So I was, I think I had a ton and a half, roughly, and. I'm halfway through it, and as you know, as you're getting into the wheelbarrows, you're like five, ten wheelbarrows deep, and you're like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. Like, it, it sucks just having to move it that far. And um, I get halfway through it, and I'm like, dude, I just got to call him. Like, there was – there's something to be said to be able to get halfway through, and this is daylight savings time, so I only have an hour's worth of sunlight after work. And I've already got the job halfway done. It's a half an hour through, and I'm like, you're a freaking genius. <laughs> like, and it's not being like a testament, like, you know, kissing his ass or anything like that. It's genuinely like, this was awesome to be able to get this job done. I had to work uh, maybe 20 minutes into darkness, but the homeowner was kind enough to turn his outside lights on. I got the rest of the material down and then had it leveled the next day. Yeah. You know, and there's something to be said to be able to do it by yourself. And when I was done, I got into the truck. Now it's a couple of days after now, but I still got back into the truck. The little bit that it spilled over on the side of the tarp, mm-hmm. I shoveled it up, got it out, and the truck's clean. Yep. Takes five minutes. Five minutes. But I tell people all the time, they're like, that little time to do the cleanup reset and pull the tarp back out is the same amount of time it takes you to sit at a red light. Yeah. That's not much time. That, and that's exactly what I told Ben, because when I went and did the um, the demo stuff, or not really demo, we were doing um, contact creation for the leaf cap. I told him, I was like, dude, you get in and out in no time. Yeah. You know, granted, there's a little bit more debris that um, kind of piles up from the UHMW, mm-hmm. 
when you're doing the leaf stuff, but get a blower in there real quick. Have your guy hold the flap out and put a mask on or something. Like, just hit it really fast. You're on to the next thing. And there, I mean, it is just insane. Yeah, it takes two seconds. So, yeah, I that's mean, definitely a testament to the one man operation. You can get the door open one hand or one with one man. You know, it's just. When take, he says door, he's talking about the entire mulch, right? Yeah, the entire mulch. It's 800 pounds. Yeah. And I'm 5'6, 160. Yeah, and you're one handed moving around. Yeah, it's not that hard and like the hinge guys the hinge has got our, our proprietary blend of basically brass and oils and things where the 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 propane's coming yeah our propane just went <laughs> by um the the um the bushings in our hinge so those are our design that's yeah. our, our spec and there's no grease yeah there's nothing to do and there's, there's no crunch crack it's smooth it opens easy and then you just hook it to your um, your chain, dump the bed, and you're good. That's it. It's very simple, very easy, one man operation. Thanks for sharing that. That's yeah. Good. I'm, but it's just it's an honest testament because I've used it at mm-hmm. within my own company. Yeah. And it's I mean, awesome. That job. When would you have finished it? So you knocked that out in probably you said an hour and a half. Took me an hour. Now, granted, it's been it's taken me time as I've lost light and I've had other projects going on. I'm finishing up leaf season. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I. I probably still would be trying to get the topsoil down. Yeah, like what What would – so that job did the topsoil and the CR6 in the same job? No, so I did – so it's the same job. I'm doing different phases. So we, we were trying to level off part of the yard so that he could get um, an extension put onto his house. Yeah. And for a non-railing porch, you have to have like, – it's like 30 inches or something. Yep. So I was, I was getting that to um, the code. permits code. Yeah. And then – I had to do we were doing a bocce court so he just wanted um cr6 on the bottom that we're doing uh what is that um not asphalt millings but like uh popcorn no stone dust stone dust yeah couldn't think of the name of it but we were putting stone dust on top of it and they were compacting it that way when you throw the bocce ball and it lands it sits in its own groove and as time goes on we'll probably have to put a little bit more compacted a little bit more compacted as everything settles um but yeah, it just it kind of creates its own little court. We weren't going to do concrete, so we did the um, the stone dust. But yeah, it was one day I went over and did the topsoil, and then two weeks later, once I got the um, the frame kind of put in roughly mm-hmm. and a couple other areas leveled out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was That's done. Sweet. That's sweet. I mean, so what do you think it would have took without the mulch mate? <sighs> It would have taken at least a couple, three extra days. So I would have had to plan out three extra days, probably per job, roughly, just to plan after work. So I'd have to go over to Stone Store during lunch, come back, finish the rest of the day here, then go over, do the job. So it would have taken a lot more time and a lot more planning than I just, I wouldn't have been with my family. Right. So I've had the time with my family. I've made the money faster. Mm -hmm. I've done the work faster. You know, so it's it's all in all, it's going to help with production. It's going to help with, you know, the time at the end of the day. And people always go, oh, well, I have to work it in with what I have. No, it's you're getting that stuff done seventy percent faster. Yeah, at least. Yeah. If you have two guys, it's probably eighty ninety percent faster. Yeah. And the more people you throw at it, the better it gets. It just exactly. Ampl- it so just amplifies it. You're say you do three hundred yards of mulch takes you from March till about end of april Mm -hmm. you're finishing that within march and you still have the rest of april to do your mulch season so you add on more jobs you add on more work you add on more productivity you add on more profit like you just put all that into perspective you're going from doing 300 to 900 plus easy overnight and and with either the same crew or less yeah i would easily personally i would just do it the same crew yeah. I would test yourself to do it with the same crew. Don't even get extra people. No, Do it with the same crew, let them go do it, and just watch the pockets explode. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've heard the testaments over and over and over. And I think that's that's been why our company has exploded the way it did. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about less is more, um, you know, looking at the Mulchmate, look at the, uh, the tool basket in Mulchmate, right? You're able to keep tools in a small little space and not have to constantly load and unload tools at the end of every day. So you're doing less work, but getting more done. I Ben pointed that out to his guys. He was like, 
we don't have to take another truck or trailer. I was like, no, you just throw it in the back and you put your wheelbarrows in the back and you're gone. Hence the DMT with the front platform. Yeah. You can take a mower with you. You can take a mini skid with you. You can take a top dresser Hence with you. Hence why I'm trying to get you to buy a freaking DMT, Benjamin. <laughs> I will call you out on that because you said I can use your name. There you go. Yeah. Love you, buddy. Ben, get a DMT. I got a brand new one at the house. Just come on over and get it. It's, yeah. Stop procrastinating. We got the I'll best even, deals. I'll even deliver it. We got the best deals right now. He's He'd be silly. If he's even considering it, now's the time. Stop procrastinating, people. It's ridiculous. Do it today. We're trying tomorrow. to help you. Yeah, seriously. We're trying to help. Like, yes, at the end of the day, do we make money? Sure. Um, but who better to spend your money with? Yeah. We're the best people. <laughs> the I'll best talk ones. to you all day. That's I'll right. be your best friend. Hey. If you want, okay, how's this? Every uh, multi-bait DMT you sell, you get the best friend side of me. That's right. How's that? That's, you, we'll give you Kyle's personal number. He'll be your best friend. I don't know about the personal number. B- BFF. Uh, the WhatsApp. There you go. WhatsApp number. <laughs> I'll give you my Facebook messenger. But, go, you know, going back to the less is more conversation, guys, let, you know, we kind of got off on, a, on the rails there with Mulchmate, and, and that's kind of our world that we live in. But, you know. When, when we come it, back to the less is more is that – if you can have that multimate and you can do more with just one machine versus having three guys, then you have the liability. Then you have your workman's comp. Then you have you have at the end of the day, if you hire two more guys, you're looking at over a hundred thousand dollars that Easy. you're at least paying in just just their wages alone nowadays. So you have training. Right there, you just bought three multimates. Easily. And you have the training. Yeah. You have the uniforms, you have the taxes, you have the um, the the time and money you spend in scheduling their time and managing them and making sure that they're up to par with the standards of your company. But if you would just took the good people that you already have, that you already love, added a ultimate to it and show up at the job site, I guarantee you your customers going to be like, dang, this dude's got the best technology, he's got the best equipment, and his guys know exactly what they're doing because you've already trained them. And say you finish up the end of the day, you go back, you clean everything up, you make it look good, you're presenting yourself to looking even better to your clients. It's a no-brainer. It- it's. I just did that in my head. I don't know, I, dude. Oh, where's my multimate? Right, right. <laughs> Assign the papers. It, it's just it, to me. I get so many people that hate on it. And I'm like, man, what is your deal? Why is it that you you can't see the forest through the trees? Yeah, Misery loves company. I know. And and the thing is, instead of being that way, you could simply just open your eyes and go, okay. Explain to me why you guys built it right and we're kind of trying to tell you here and at the same time like who has it helped why don't you just ask that question yeah and i'll give you a list i'll give you literally a list of a thousand people easily i think we should put not we need to get more video testimonials get people in front of the camera we need to they hate it i tried the trade shows like i'll pull my phone out i'm like hey can we do a video on that real quick and they're like no you need to pull them aside yeah, they I, need to be a one on. It needs to be like a one on one, or we get them on the podcast and we run the podcast. Be like, you look, if you have questions, like I'm. What I'm, I was thinking about this just a second ago, and I'm gonna start doing it. Is each episode I'm gonna write down things that we can refer to. So like, if people are wondering how can the multimate help us, refer to this episode. We're doing less with more. Yeah, you know, like we go into part of the reasons why the multimate was built the way it's built and how it can help you. You know, my testimonial of running the Mulchmate by myself, I don't have to add guys or anything. I can do it by myself, and I can increase my production. I can increase the, the bottom end coming to my pocket. I can increase the time with my family, which is the most important thing to me right now. Yeah. Dude, I, I just had this massive epiphany. I took this note. You know, when we started this, I never, this podcast, I never once thought of this. Get customers on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I never even considered it. Oh, I thought about it first thing. Because I, I'm not out this to me is not a sales outlet yeah this is me just trying to help other people and grow them which in turn i think would help grow us but if you can get the people that we have helped grow like yeah. that's that's all a part of is how do we get one percent better how, how did the multimate make them one percent better yeah well we I don't guess. need the 30 percent or the 40 we just need that one little piece yeah and, and i think we're doing a good job of that and that i guess what i'm trying to say is it goes back to our hearts Right, our hearts are in this, and I've always told people: if you do the right thing, the money will follow. Yeah, like that's that's been a not a life. Don't think about it first. That it's it's just going to come with it. It's right. a part of it. Keep keep it in mind, of course. But like, you need to really stop screaming about I got to make money. I got to make money. Like, I understand you need to make money, but if you do the right thing first, the money follows. And mm-hmm. if you just give it your all, I guarantee you it'll. Come. That's why I look stuff up and ways to make myself better at what I'm doing here at Dawson is like. 
if I'm having problems with powder coating, I'll look up, okay, what are some tips? Where am I going wrong? What am I messing up? Yeah. You know, and like I said, most of it came down to a lot of it was just mindset and I wasn't focused. You, you know, know, yeah. You know what else is a great example of what I'm trying to say is when I spoke at Brian Fullerton's LEL event at the, I was there for the first year first as, second. A, as a sponsor. The second year I was there as a speaker. Yeah. I don't even know why he even considered me as a speaker. I, I don't know what he saw in me, but apparently. You were I, there. For, yeah, you were there for, but you did do like a little speech on the first one, didn't you? I did. I just did like a sales thing, introduced some people to Mulchmate. Yeah. Is all it was. And That's that was just, that, that was all the goodness of Brian's heart. But I think I get, okay, that, that, okay, that answers my question. I was trying to figure out why in the hell did Brian ever get me on as a, as a speaker? And there's the honk. Every, <laughs> every time we're doing a podcast, this cat's always out there honking his little Honda horn. Um, but I wondered why Brian reached out to me and had me speak. And I guess it was the year before, the very first year. Not only did I show up and I didn't ask for anything in return, and I spent thousands of dollars getting my equipment there and doing the show, and it's freaking freezing. <laughs> but I guess when I, when I spoke and did the whole you know sales pitch, I think he saw how comfortable I was just speaking in front of everybody. And you got to remember in racing, you know, I was, I would do interviews with thousands of people in front of me, like a whole, whole, you know, it's not a stadium, but a racetrack full of people. And it just didn't bother me over the years. I guess I learned how to deal with it. Anyway, I guess 2020 came and I did the first, the first, um, you know, talk there. Why was I going down this, this tangent? Oh, just giving back. So I spoke and then I told him, I said, I don't want any pay. He put me up in a hotel, which was perfect, and I really and I took that. But then I said, "Dude, I don't need money." And his wife ends up getting me this goodie bag, and it had like candy and mints and yeah, little gifts and stuff. And they're super cute, super awesome. I love her for it. Liz is a fantastic person, and I think she doesn't get enough credit for supporting Brian. I think Brian is who he is because of her. Yes, like flat out. Like shout out to Liz Fullerton. <laughs> yeah, he, Brian's a great guy, but without that, without a good wife, men aren't and they aren't as good as they they could be mm -hmm. they are they amplify us anyway that was all positive talk for good wives not bad wives good wives um but uh i told brian i said don't pay me and he ends up stuffing a check deep in this gift bag and i get back here to the to the office and again i'm not i'm not there to go through this gift bag like i don't do well with that yeah so it's just like paper bag and i get back to my office a few days later I put it on my desk, and I guess like I guess I should go through this because I'm I'm just not that guy. And I'm going through it. I find the candy, and I find a check. I'm not gonna say how much it was written out for, <laughs> but it 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 didn't tick me off. It was more like I told him I don't need this. Yeah, and he did it anyway. And and you know we're he, we're both right. I was right for saying, hey dude, I don't need this money. You're my friend. I want to help you. I want to give back to the community. Da 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 da. I'm not wrong. He's not wrong for going. F you, I'm giving you this check. Yeah. So, you know, he was making profit off of the show, as he should, for putting all the effort in. And so I took the check, and I uh, I was sitting with one of my engineers when I when I got it, and I set my phone up, and I said, hey, Brian, um, really appreciate you having me at the show. I had a great time. Um, very memorable. I won't, I won't ever forget it. Um, but I have a problem. And I pulled the check out, and I said, I told you don't pay me. And I said, fuck you. And I tore the check up in the, in the video. And I said, love you, bud. I'll catch you later. And, you know, I stopped the recording. And then I sent the video to him. Yeah. And I gave him the big emoji with the middle finger. That's <laughs> what I did. And uh, this is years ago. This is like four years ago or something. Three, four years ago. And uh, he just texted me back. He goes, I knew you were going to do that. But I think that was proof to him that I wasn't in it for the money. And, yeah. and I'm telling you guys a story to prove to you that this whole mulch mate thing was something that I came up with for myself to try to help my company and then had the realization, wow, this could help a lot of people. And I gave up a really good job, a really good, high-paying, cushy... Dude, I didn't do much. Like, my crews did it all. I did estimating. Yeah. But, man, I was going to Wawa every morning, coffee and donuts, talking to people. Eh, I guess I'll go do this estimate. Like... Oh my gosh. Yeah, maybe I should work today. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't have to, like I could just screw off and go play golf a couple times a week, and I was. So <clears throat> now I work five days a week, Monday through Friday, nine to five, eight to five every single day, and then more after that and on weekends. And I'm giving everything I have to, to, to better everyone that's listening to this. Like this podcast, I don't have to do this. Yeah. I do this out of the heart, out of my heart, out of my soul. I'm not getting paid for any of this. So 
going back to you know doing things for for others without any expectation of pay is is a big one that I think a lot of people you know they 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 forget how much the universe will give back to them and it make you feel so much better like I don't do well with receiving gifts but I love watching other people thrive yeah I love watching other people buy that car they wanted to or that truck or rent that apartment or buy that house or have that experience whatever whatever it is kind of goes back to the winning is more fun than fun is fun 100 freaking percent and if anybody wants to argue over that bring it we got we got a fight coming yeah you got to fight because I, I i promise you that i've had people use that against me one, and guess what you're not gonna win you're not gonna win i've had people come at me like i just want to have fun and i'm like you realize how weak you sound you, you you're pathetic grow up so that is what it is and i can't i can't I can't change them, but I can absolutely show them what a better way is. Yeah, I'm winning with my family. Yeah, I know you that. Are. You are. You're in a better place, it seems. You don't seem nearly as frazzled as you were a year ago. No. So, good. Good. That's the whole point. That's why we did what we did and offered you what we offered, and we're glad to have you on the team. Cool. So. I say we wrap that one up here. I know. We didn't do. do we did do, do less with more. Yeah. But I feel like we got on some tangents there, but that's all right. Tell us if you liked it. Go to hey, uh, email us at hey. H-E-Y. Uh, English. English. Hey, fastlane at gmail.com. And let us know what you think. Yeah. We, we love hearing from you guys, getting the feedback. Um, you know, visit us at multimateusa.com. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Multimate USA, or Dawson MFG. MFG stands for manufacturing, YouTube. by the way. Yeah, YouTube. Go subscribe Podcast to our YouTube channel. Podcast is on YouTube now, too. Yeah, we got to do that. Uh, I got I'm today. I'm doing some editing on some videos, so hopefully get that going today. Um, and then uh, don't forget about the Carlson Coaching uh, Program. Link in the description below. Uh, if you guys really want to know how to level up your life, your business, whatever it is you're looking to do, I've got 25, 30 plus years of experience, eight fit, grown an eight figure business in four years. Um, I've been to the top. I've been to the bottom. I've, I've, wow, I've been all over the place. And we're going for even higher. Yeah, we're going to go for, we're going for nine figures. That's, that's what we're after. So, um, I'll be more than happy to share with you guys. I've got some time booked there. So, check out the schedule by the time, and I'll be there to help you out and help you grow your life, your business, and we'll get you there to the next level. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. Have an awesome day. Thanks for joining us for another podcast with Life in the Fast Lane. Uh, I know my co-host, my CTO, Kyle Parks, and I greatly appreciate y'all. We love you. See y'all. Love you. Catch you later. And don't forget about Mulch Mood.